there's a lot been going on these last couple of weeks with the rise and fall, crash, fraud, uh, and so on of FTX and in the blockchain crypto space, the Wild West continues. I've been observing over the last few years since I first looked at blockchain in 2012, the equivalent of the wild, wild west of the gold rush and people without any background knowledge or whatever just throwing everything at this thing in the hope that it will make them wealthy and many people have actually been made wealthy but many people have in very recent times also lost pretty much everything with the demise of FTX and the exposure of the terrible scam and fraud behind it. Fraud exists everywhere and is usually found behind a bright, shiny, glittering window where the promise is too good to be true. In this Sunday Centropy for November 27th, 2022, I explore the rush to decentralization and try to create a counter-argument to why decentralization itself also needs a centralizing tensegrity structure. We can't have one without the other. Hello, this is Christine McDougall and this is Sunday Centropy. Thank you for listening. Our current culture seeks consensus and avoids authority, likes freedom but hates responsibility, seeks decentralization and abhors centralization, wants rights but refuses different rights to others. In my years of working with the principles of universe, nature's laws, as described by my mentor, Buckminster Fuller, I have often pondered the law, unity is plural at minimum too. Consider your hand. The palm of your hand and the back of your hand are different, yet the two make a hand. In is not out. Left foot is not right foot, yet they go together. We often think in terms of same, same, Yet the law of unity requires complementary pairs, same, not same. Synergy means the behavior of the whole cannot be determined by an examination of the parts separately. No amount of examination of a caterpillar can predict a butterfly. Sodium and chloride are so different, yet together they make salt. The law of unity requires diversity and difference. But no, we want all the same white on white with no variation of sexuality, race or gender, for example. Yet we need a positive and negative charge to hold the shape of an atom, cell or membrane. Life requires polarity. When we have too many positives, we are going to get an implosion. Too much niceness, too much politeness, too much political correctness, too much consensus and everything collapses. Nothing gets done, no innovation or creativity happens, and people spend their days walking on eggshells, too afraid to speak up for fear of hurting their oversensitive selves. This is not a healthy or life enriching. Instead, there will be a collapse, an outcome made inevitable by the willful ignorance of nature's laws. When we have too much of a negative charge, we will get an explosion. Too much hate, too much disagreement, too much nastiness, too much violence. Explosion, revolution, war, falling apart, divorce. 
Polarity is required for existence. We need diversity, tension, the positive to the negative. At the threshold of the two, we get a dance and vibration, never equilibrium, which is simply a place to pass through, but rather a push-pull between the positive and negative, a tensegrity. This, in the dance between, is where aliveness lives. Consider our current love affair with decentralized platforms. This love affair is so completely understandable when we observe the world now, the seeming rise of authoritarianism, which in most democracies is not authoritarianism, but oligarchy, where a few people with the money hold the politicians to ransom, feels like a threat to our freedom. Our governance systems are backed by social media that manipulates news feeds to suit the platform's purpose, while also brainwashing millions of people as they make billions of dollars off the labor of the participants on the social media platform. Let us decentralize is an obvious response. This response fails to consider the complementary pair of decentralization is centralization. It is not one or the other, it is both and. Just as good and bad, up and down, rights and responsibilities need each other to exist. This law is also known as yin and yang. A centralized currency is only partial in its effectiveness. It needs its complementary pair, a decentralized complementary currency to be effective, both and. The central currency is the trade currency between nation states and strangers. The decentralized complementary currency is the trade currency within the community or state where trust is already established. When we consider complementarity, decentralized and centralized, it might make us uncomfortable. You might dislike authority or taking an authority position. You might rage against the regime. Most of our current regimes need to be raged against because they have existed without their polarizing pair and as such have become corrupted and bloated with power. When we consider wicked global problems like climate change and pandemics, we need a global response, not a response from 192 captains of spaceship Earth. Yet we are rightly terrified of establishing a global authority. What happens if the global authority gets infected with power and goes rogue? How do we prevent power grabs? Decisions made minus integrity, outright lies and cheating. How do we ensure wisdom is passed on? It transcends the conditions it arrived in while including the best of what was there when it arrived. How do we prevent corruption? And how do we select true wisdom leaders able to hold the whole world in their hearts and hands to lead the global authority with transparent integrity? These questions need to be comprehensively considered. When designing homes, businesses, partnerships, institutions, states and governance, we must design polarity into the architecture from the beginning. Complementarity requires difference that, when united, is synergistic. If we are building a strong team, it is not same-same. Imagine 10 clones of yourself on the team. It would be a disaster. When creating a beautiful vintage champagne, one does not mix all the best vintages. 
Instead, some good are combined with some average and with some less than average. This is the art of creating synergy. It is an art and skill of curation and design. I call it human relational synergetics. A centropic steward leader considers this as they build culture, teams and solutions to problems. They often share authority through consensus and self-management, yet are not afraid to take authority when it best stewards the evolutionary purpose and source idea. They know that the structure needs recalibrating if there is too much positive or negative charge. Embrace difference, manage too much charge, refuse a singularity as a response, design a centropic enterprise. I love answering your questions. So if you have any questions for this episode or previous episodes, please visit centropic.world forward slash podcast and click the orange button. Hi, Steve from Melbourne here. And my question is... Hi, this is Robin from warm and sunny Tanzania. My question is... Good morning, this is uh, Michael Freiber from Germany. My question is... Hi, this is Colleen in the Netherlands. My question is... Hi, this is Cindy from beautiful Cambridge. Hello, I am Paul Epping from the Netherlands. And my question for the podcast... Bonjour, my name is Dorothy from Brussels, Belgium. Hi, my name is Ivan from Cali, Colombia, but I'm living in Bali right now. Um, so my question is... Hi, I'm Rochelle Armstrong from North East Victoria, Australia. My question is... Hiya, this is Lorraine in Montreal, Canada, and my question is... And that completes my question. And that completes my question. <laughs>